do you dust off dirt or do you dust off dust? You know, sort of a. I kind of feel like you're actually dusting off the ground for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I felt like I I, I missed that metaphor. Yeah, I, was, I, don't I was think trying you can to create dust a picture. Dust. Well, I was trying to paint a picture. I was dusting off dirt. I didn't even question it until he says it. Okay. Yeah. I was with you. <laughs> We're finding the line under the dirt. That's all I know. I don't know if you dust it or brush it. Maybe I should have broomed yeah. it. Swept. Swept yeah, off. You need the, one of those yeah. little uh, umpire like brooms, home, like in baseball. Like home plate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I home plate broomed it <laughs> <laughs> and found the line, as the kids are saying these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that old nugget. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh... It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Whee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce cast? Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a wash and unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi weekly Pacers podcast. Today is October 30th, 2022, and this is episode 607. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida. This show, we're going to discuss a two and two week for the Pacers, including games against Philadelphia, Chicago, Washington, and Brooklyn. Joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, a couple quick shout-outs this week. First, to my wife, Jill, who I celebrated an anniversary with. Uh, been a lovely shout three out. years. Shout-out. And uh, shout-out to my band, who's was under the incarnation of ap- uh, yeah, Appetite for Instruction on Friday. Played a Halloween benefit show. Uh, which was super duper fun. Uh, so thanks to everybody that came out and supported us. Sold out and, show. Uh, it was oh, a sold oh. out show. Actually, sold a bunch of merch. Did you? No merch. No merch. <coughs> we yeah, and we don't even know how to put up a QR code for Venmo to get tips or anything yet. So uh, <laughs> we're doing great. But we can say we sold out a show. So. Nice. That's awesome. I feel like you can, uh, for both of those things, that's right up uh, Colson's territory. He's mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. your merch, he's got your puffy paints, and uh, for uh, QR codes. I mean, he's like made out of QR codes. Look at the guy. <laughs> yep. From Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, now I know why this uh, podcast doesn't make any money, because Jason's in charge of uh, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Where's my merch? Where's my merch? <laughs> I thought you were on the merch. There's I've, I've, I've designed this shirt. I just, yeah, well, it's it's ready. It's ready. We're ready to go. Just, yeah. I just need I think somebody. we've got a delegation problem is really what happened there. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
You need to, you need to work on, on our org QR chart code. and figure out what's going on here. <laughs> I was waiting on the QR code. <laughs> yep. yep. I don't know. I don't know how the Sochmeds works. That's clear. <laughs> but I think the org, the org chart is a is a flat circle or something. So I think <laughs> we need to workshop this. Let's, that uh, that joke was too bo- smart for me. So yeah. I'm just gonna sit <laughs> over here in the corner. It's an inverted pyramid. It's just three of us and then Colson below us. <laughs> okay. That, that, see, yeah, that makes sense now. Well, I think uh, to to solve this one, I think we should all have a meeting here pretty soon and uh, go over some of the specifics. Okay. Here, sounds here. Sounds good to you guys. All right. Second. Sounds like the Nets. I'll add that to my PowerPoint for the second show. Thank you. <laughs> From Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer. With a PowerPoint presentation, John Harper. <laughs> what is going on, fellas? Uh, shout out to former Pacer, current Piston, Boyan Bogdanovich. Signed a two-year, $39 million extension. Mm. Whoa, getting that paid. I bet nice. they even have his jersey up there. Mm. You could probably get that at the store. Probably. <laughs> Congrats, bud. Making some, making some money. With inflation, you know? He's got a... Got to get those groceries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to feed his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you that uh, this show is brought to you by you. If you head over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, you can support us. We are the longest running Pacers podcast for as little as a dollar per month. First segment we got for you is the NBA news of the week. Colson, there's a lot going on. What do you want to highlight this week yeah news of the week stuff happens every week we can't get to it except in this new segment hold for jingle next week news of the week (laughs) joey uh this is a true or false question okay okay benedict matherin is the first rookie this season to hit five three-pointers true true but he's done it twice already this season. Oh, five three-pointers like in a game. In a game, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, didn't I thought mention you meant that just part. overall. Oh, okay. yeah. No. Well, yeah, no, I think oh, there are several other rookies that have hit five. Yeah, in a game. I would assume so. But. Uh, Harper. Sure. Uh, Damian Lillard won his 14th Western Conference Player of the Week, averaging 34, five rebounds, four assists, on 47, 36, and 93% shooting. There were so many numbers in there. I know you're trying to trick me, so I'm going false. <laughs> no, that's true. Damn it. Wow. Um, his knee injury against uh, Miami uh, at the end of the third uh, gave the uh, Portland Blazers their first loss, but the team is 5-1. 5-1. Five and one. Five and one. When's he coming back? Uh, one to two weeks, so... Okay. No sweat. No sweat. As long as they have zero games during that time period, they should be <laughs> Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Uh, Jason, mm-hmm. uh, against the Timberwolves, LeBron James uh, scored 20 points, passing Carl Malone for second most 20-point games in NBA history. That is true. That is false. Nope. His 1,135 games is the uh, NBA record. He now has the most 20-point games in NBA history. Uh, Joey, Mm -hmm. the hapless Thunder stumbled to an 0-5 start. 
It's got to be false. <laughs> that is false. That's the Lakers. The Thunder are three and three. Yeah. <laughs> they can't tank either. <laughs> uh, Harper. Today, actually today, October 30th, the L.A. Lakers are highlighting uh, the Jersey retired Hall of Famer George Mikan uh, with a bobblehead night on the 60th anniversary of his first championship. Uh, did they play in the fall back then? False? False. They are just now retiring his jersey. Oh, boy. Uh, he's busy. the 11th. The 11th Laker uh, of all time. Uh, he led the Memphis Lakers to five chips in 49, 50, 52, 53, and 54. He was a six-time All-NBA first team. And for his career, average 23, 13.4, three assists. Yeah, but what has so he done for them lately? False. It was the Minneapolis Lakers. Yeah, what did yeah, I say? Said, Not the Memphis, Memphis Lakers. Yeah. Oh, I, I meant- Got him. <laughs> so here's what I've learned, and this was my problem last week. Cause I stumbled with this last week. I rate these things in the dark, and I can't read my own handwriting. So it's it's a problem. I have to I'm gonna have to change that. Part forward. of your process is to right, do this part of my process. We we need more Patreon so John Colson can buy light bulbs. <laughs> His roommate uh, just turns all the lights off. And, 11 <laughs> and then I then I turn the lights on and I'm, I have to just guess what I wrote. Yeah, uh, Jason, uh, Joshua uh, Primo's career is definitively over after the Spurs cut him under allegations of exposing himself to multiple women. Oh, I hope that's false. Do you hope it's false? He's hoping that that didn't actually happen. Yeah, oh, that's no, that that's true. Yeah. Um, but it's false because he's owed $4 million over the next two years, and that will be paid no matter what. And ESPN has reported that multiple teams are interested in him. Hmm. Yeah, Yay, the Spurs NBA! Just, the Spurs just, Spurs just oh, yeah. Let no, the Spurs go. just cut. Yeah, they were like, hey, look, we owe you $8 million. We don't care. You're done. Um, the fact that multiple teams are interested in him is, is not that fun. So. I'm a little surprised that wouldn't... Don't they have a morality clause? Right. Yeah, you'd think they'd be kickers. Uh, I, they're, they're hoping there's going to be something coming out of the allegations that doesn't prove he's exposed himself to multiple women that the Spurs have already under uncovered. I don't know. We Maybe you shouldn't um, have apologized then. <laughs> and Maybe uh, Joey. women were doctors and he had a... <laughs> <laughs> he I have a spot that I need you to check. Yeah. Uh, Joey. Yep. This week, DeMar DeRozan became the 50th player in NBA history to score at least 20,000 points, all but assuring a Hall of Fame induction. Sure, I'll, I'll go with that. That is true. There are only two eligible players that have scored over 20,000 points Tom Chambers and Antoine Jameson that have not made the Hall of Fame out of 50 players. So his odds are pretty good. Yep. There you go. That's news of the week. News of the week. Yes. And I won too. Nice. <laughs> Heck. I love winning the In news. Debut performance. <laughs> yeah. One and oh. Yeah. So, so last week I was uh, traveling and not able to get back in time. So, uh, 
Thanks for uh, carrying the load there, everybody. Um, but I'm back now. This is my first first show of the you know, since the season started, and got to tell you, I am not impressed with the team so far. They're in a free fall. They won two games this week, and they're struggling to for to shame. This, uh, <laughs> they're struggling um, to. It's going to be hard. To, to get a, a good draft pick <laughs> at this pace. <laughs> First game, Monday, October 24th at Philadelphia. They did the work here. They lost 120 to 106. Uh, Halliburton looking great, 19 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds. And uh, Smith, 17 points, 10 rebounds. He's been looking good. Glad we pick up that dude. Game two, Wednesday, October 26th at Chicago. They lose this one, 124-109. Buddy Heald going off, 25 points, four assists, three rebounds. And Halliburton, again, having a good game, 17 points, 11 assists, four boards. And here's where things get dicey here. So they head back. They played Washington twice already this season, which is whatever. In in, in these, uh was the first one at home, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they played the first, first. They played them twice already. And Miles Turner back in the game. Back in the you know back on the floor uh, from his uh, incident with the ball boy, and they win this one on t- October twenty eighth one twenty seven one fifteen looking good. Miles Turner been saving it up twenty seven points ten rebounds five blocks Halliburton again twenty five points twelve assists Buddy Healed twenty five points five boards, and on the second night of a back to back. You know, there's there's Turner has just come back from an injury. They don't play him, and doesn't matter. They take it to Brooklyn and they win this one, one twenty five, one sixteen. Matherin, the rookie, thirty two points, five rebounds. Terry's Halliburton, twenty six points, eighty six, six rebounds, and Isaiah Jackson, eighteen points, ten rebounds. This is so wild to me i was like the first you know first couple games of the season i was like you know what i am down for the tank and there's no way to not be happy when you when you go for the tank but i think we're we've got too much pride there's too much talent on the floor uh we're right now i mean right now we're kind of in the play-in position sort of like the eighth eighth ish spot it's super early i get that um they look good they're having fun and they're fighting, and a lot of the games are, are, are close, you know. Um, Harper, what's your takeaway from this week? Uh, these guys are a good team. We definitely have some talent. Um, I like that, you know, we, we approached the Wizards game. It, it really seemed like we wanted that one. We didn't want to lose two in a row to the same team. We knew we had the film on them. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like these guys did their did their homework from the last game. And, and and took a good game plan in there and really controlled this game. Really fun to watch. And you figure going into Brooklyn, who's been struggling, second out of a back to back, you're on a, you know, your your road swing, your young team. Um, but they were not daunted uh, by, by the superstars on that Nets team. Uh, nobody is afraid of those guys. I, clearly, they were jawing it up. And uh, yeah, Pacers really wanted that one. And again, just really took it to them. Brooklyn needed that game. They're now one in five. Uh, mm. 
And yeah, we just we we murdered them. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean it's a fun week of basketball. It really is. The, these guys really showed what they are capable of doing. Uh, as you mentioned, Joey, that you know Turner's out in that game, as is Neesmith, as is McConnell. I mean, we we were we're short three pretty important players, but it didn't matter. Halliburton, uh, Matherin really put that team on their backs and just went to work. Good week. Yeah, I mean. I was really impressed. I mean, obviously we have a young team, and so that one of the things that they can do every night is play hard, um, which older veteran teams sometimes, you know, back-to-backs really affect them. And I was really impressed with that game against Brooklyn, even though it was a back-to-back, just outworking the Nets. Like, there was a possession down the stretch where Pacers grabbed, I think it was three, I miscounted and said four offensive rebounds um, in a row. Uh and, and that happened a couple times down the stretch yeah. where they just were getting offensive rebounds and just out being being much more active. The only guy that plays hard on Brooklyn is Kevin Durant right now, and it, it really shows. Yeah, they don't seem like they like each other at all. No, <laughs> Jalen Smith had seven O boards. That's more than the Nets in that game. Yeah, it was not good. I, I that that Nets game was uh, one of the most delightful games I've watched uh, Pacers play in in a couple seasons i I can't remember enjoying something more i mean you know we go in against a clearly superior talented uh team uh you know with two superstars potentially i guess three all-stars if you count ben simmons who is a shell of a basketball player but Mm -hmm. um and then and some talented role players a team that that people have penciled in i think i think their uh, betting line was 50 wins um and granted, they're struggling. They still got all that talent. We're coming in the second night of a back-to-back. And uh, it was, what, tied or a point? We were a point ahead at halftime. Um, it was back and forth all third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, which is winning time for veteran teams, we just pulled away. It was just fantastic. It was just so fun to watch. Uh Benedict Matherin is a star. I mean, he just is. Um, and uh, the guys just scrapped. They played harder. You're right. This was so satisfying. I, I, I couldn't stop smiling almost the entire second half of this game. Yeah, it was nice for these guys to see some shots go down, too. Set a franchise record 23 triples or something. I mean, we were just bombing from all over the floor. Yeah, I was going to say it certainly helps when you hit 50% from three-point range with the Pacers hit sure. that mark in both the Brooklyn game and the Wizards game. I agree with that. And, and I and I, you know, and that's Hot something tickles. that will go on up up and down all season, <laughs> but I think that we're um I think we're doing a good job of finding open shots. I mean, I For you sure. know, I think we are getting into the paint. We're tossing it into Jalen Smith. We're we're Halliburton's breaking out of the defense and finding mm-hmm. open shooters. Like these aren't contested threes. Yeah. Now, granted, 50% is a ridiculous you know, number that won't last, but the, this wasn't um, a total out of nowhere stat. I think we earned this, these shots. Yeah. It was know? smartly. We decided to play Absolutely. the Brooklyn Nets who just don't play defense. So that was, <laughs> it does help. It does. <laughs> Masterstroke. <laughs> and the wizards aren't exactly, uh, you know, lockdown defense. <laughs> I mean, there's, they just didn't look like a better team than us. Did they? <laughs> they did not. Well, they, well okay. And, and I tweet, I, 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 uh, what what did I do? I Skype, I, I tweet, whatever I do to you guys. Um, Slack. Slack to you guys. 
uh, within 15 minutes of this game beginning, they can't handle Turner. We got destroyed by Washington in the first game uh, by the big guys. And they had no answer for Miles Turner. It was very clear from the beginning. He was physical with them. He went to the line a bunch. They couldn't handle him. He helped us win this game. He was the difference in that game. No doubt about that. Yeah. I thought, um, to, to touch briefly on the two losses, um, I thought that Boo. the Chicago game was, well, just to, so we get some full coverage <laughs> here. I know it's our job. <laughs> there were not a lot of bright spots in the Philly game. I thought we we came out of the gate pretty well, but then Philly just kind of handled us, and they were in a position where they were 0-3 coming into that game and very motivated to get a win, and you could tell that they were locked in um, on both sides of the ball. And Embiid is just a, a beast, you know, and we didn't have Turner yet in that game. And boy, poor Isaiah Jackson yeah. and Jalen Smith just got pushed around. Like, yeah, yeah. they're they're not NBA body i mean not many teams have a guy that can deal with joel Embiid as it is but we especially were struggling in that game the chicago game i thought was um interesting we showed signs of life and really rallied and got back into that game in the middle middle of the third quarter the first half was very rough but we came out of halftime much sharper and um much more energetic and uh got it close but then kudos to chicago who their bench just like murdered us in that game. Like we handled their starting lineup, but their bench was just head and shoulders above of us. Above us. There. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Caruso and um, who else on that bench that just absolutely was just. They were all. Crazy. I mean, Drummond was hurt. Oh, Drummond, he As got he it, always it, does. Yeah, did whatever he wanted to do, and yeah, Dragic. That, that the three of those guys. Yeah, Goran Dragic looked like he should be a starter in almost every team in the league. Yeah, they, I yeah. was, Those I three was guys happy were for you, Joey, and during that game. I don't know if you got to see it at all, but he, he was in vintage Dragic mm-hmm. mode, like just mm-hmm. throwing no-look <laughs> lobs and like behind-the-back <laughs> passes. and Yeah, he murdered us. I found the fun of out there. Yeah. First really tough game for Ben Matherin, too, in that game. He was, a, I think, a minus 18 in the plus-minus or something and um, would just really struggled. And, you know, we, we talked about this in the preseason. This is going to be the... Um, experience of this team this very young team is we're going to have games like the Brooklyn game where he goes bananas and you know shoots the lights out and is challenging Ben Simmons and you know running him over and talking trash and then he's going to have games like that Chicago game where he can't hit the broadside of the barn and just really struggles but yeah um, it did do well, a good job I, well, I will say yeah, yeah you've asked me to watch the pain in that game though yep. Uh, oh, knew well, the shot sure. wasn't going down nine of 10 from, from the line. Yeah. Yep. And you know, tough, ma- tough marks in future hall of famer, DeMar DeRozan and whatever Zach yeah. Levine is. Well, and uh, you know, you've got to appreciate uh, that sort of, you know, veteran approach, which is, you know, I'm not hitting the shot. I'm going to throw myself into bodies. I don't know. He, um, yeah. Matherin looks fantastic. Even when he's struggling on my, in my mind. <laughs> No, no, no. I agree, but yeah, yeah. I just wanted to. Well, yeah, it was the first he time w- that he really like, yeah, like you could tell he like didn't have it going. Well, and what did, he, what did he score like eleven or thirteen in the Wizards game? Like, I mean, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, had a couple bad games. He's still freaking amazing. I mean, bad games, yeah. You know, he scored mm-hmm. seventeen. The big thing in that in that Wizards game is he was one of seven from the range. So yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, that, yeah. 
Yeah. Again, guys just really heated up in the second half of the week from three-point land made a big difference, as three-point shooting does in this league. What about uh, Jalen Smith so far this season? Colson, what are you thinking about that? Well, I, you know, I was, I, you know, I think I made an argument that he's going to be the 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 future of the power forward spot. He's going to be, uh, you know, a guy that's with us for ten years, like Dale Davis. That was more of the metaphor and not the enforcer part. I I kind of screwed that part up, but uh, but I, I want him to be here as a power forward for the next ten years. Um, he got destroyed um, in the uh, first couple games when he was playing at center. But he's really eased into playing this power forward position, um, averaging double figure rebounds, um, you know, doing the little things. Not a lot of highlight plays, just kind of doing the dirty work. Um, I thought Isaiah Jackson, who's the guy that I follow, um, has has also perked up, um, had a great couple games, a lot of lob passes, a lot of sort of more highlight stuff. But when you look at the uh, box score at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's Jalen Smith who's doing the, the the hard work and getting your twelve and fifteen every night. Um, so I'm I you know it's it's hard to be mad at the at our young front court. Um, they're they're putting in the work and it, it's a work in progress. But you you kind of see how this might you know play out in the future as they continue to develop. Yeah, I'll say for Isaiah, he's been the recipient of a bunch of lob passes, but especially in that Brooklyn game, he's really moving the ball around himself pretty well. Like I can guess he's the floor pretty well. He's a good passer. Yeah. Just say nothing of his 18 and 10. He had a really good game, to be sure. But he's 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 gonna be a really well rounded player for us. I, I you know, I, I think the thing about him is that you know that I was worried about early on. You know, we were talking about maybe there's too much downloaded in his brain defensively. Um but he cuts a lot. He's, he's, he's trying to make himself open. He's, he's trying to, you know, he's, he's doing the right things. And, um, yeah, it's going to be fun to see when the game slows down for him. I think, um, he, he's really going to, going to leap off the page, I think. Cause his athleticism is, is through the roof. I mean, there's been like this week, <laughs> there were times where like Halliburton or healed or, uh, Matherin, when they had the book, just like throw it at the rim randomly wherever he is in the paint and he just like goes and tries to get yeah. it and like well in that in amazing. that brooklyn game he was he was guarding uh kyrie irving on a possession and you know mm-hmm. kyrie's like trying to dance on him and just like gives up the ball like yep. that should be a thing where kyrie irving's like well this guy is six ten, i can go around him and he's like no i'm just giving it up i can't do it mm-hmm. so it's good stuff indeed indeed well, we get to see a little bit more of the Brooklyn Nets um, and maybe some uh, spicy post-game conferences, if you're press conferences, if you're into that <laughs> sort of thing. The Pacers, two games this week. That's it. Two. Dose. Uh, Monday, wow. Halloween at Brooklyn. That game is on NBA TV. Uh, and then basically nothing all week until Friday when the Pacers host the Miami Heat who are off to a rockyish start, if I remember correctly. Yeah. They're two and four right now? Yeah, I think so. Um, two and five, actually. So, yeah. Two and five, okay. So what are we uh, predicting this week for in Pacer Land? Are we going to extend this win streak? We're going to sweep the Nets at the Nets? Well, I, I originally picked one and three for the week, and then we would pick up this Brooklyn uh, win. That's um, right. Tomorrow. Sticking with that. 
Man, they've had a lot of team meetings since we beat them. Um, <clears throat> let's say we lose tomorrow and beat Miami. I'll go one and one. One and one. I'll take the two and zero. Oh. I think we sweep it. I like it. I think we sweep it. We induce massive <clears throat> panic in Joey. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with zero two. Hmm. I'll. Let's see which one of the ones that you guys picked should I go with. <laughs> we took all the good ones. I'll go. Uh, what's that? <laughs> we took all the good ones. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm gonna take. You know what? I'm gonna take uh, the take the two and zero sweep. So uh, when they fail to do that, I'll be better, better, better. Hmm. Joe, Joe, I, I think I, I understand uh, your. Um, sort of hesitation right now because i i feel the same way i'm i'm starting to think that yeah i think last week when we did the show i was like oh this team's not gonna be as good as i hoped it would be uh but honestly i always hoped it would be terrible and now you look at this team and you're like "Eh, there's like we're kind of good like we could kind of beat some teams like we're not gonna lose 80 games this season it's 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 too late for that (laughs) you know it's too late for that i did the math so so um you know where where do we fall how how's that feel joe like what what if we what if we keep winning (laughs) what if it's exciting what if it feels as good as beating brooklyn the other night you know that i i you know probably should should break break off some of this conversation for the thursday show okay fair enough you know i i you know, it's fun. Like, it's fun when the team is enjoyable to watch. But my concern is that they're going to put themselves in the, in the you know, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11 space and not get a good draft pick and, you know, not be in a position or have the talent and experience to, to, to go anywhere in the playoffs. And, you know, it, it, I'm just more concerned. I'm more concerned about the longer term I understand that, Joey. What if I told you, and we'll talk about this next week, what if I told you that we already have the, the, the pieces on this team to uh, succeed in the future and you don't need to worry about tanking anymore? If I, if you told me that and I believed you, then that's, uh, I guess, that'd be great. But uh, <laughs> We'll tune in next week or whatever. What do we do? We do this once a week? I don't know what we do. Check. Check Colson's Twitter. <laughs> no, I think he'll Skype you. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll put yeah. it on the tweets. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, I, I, I'm going to gram you or whatever the kids do. They stay. They stay. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Well, so we'll be back with you on Thursday. Until then, you can hit us up on the social meets. Is that what you say? Oh, yeah. That's, that's definitely how the kids talk these days. Okay. Uh, and all the people Twitter. that listen to this show are definitely kids. We are on Elon Musk's Twitter at Undebeatables. We are on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. And you can hit us up with an email that Elon Musk does not know yet. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. <laughs> the contact form on our website if you'd like to contact us that way and our website slash store has got some merch uh you can check us out there 
For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Suclendard, turn out the lights, the party's over. That was perfect. It's beautiful. Quintessential. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The epitome of an outro song. Mm-hmm. We are a well-oiled machine. Nailed it. <laughs>